and welcome to Atomic Geekdom. My name is Dave, and I hope you're having a wonderful October. And yes, that is my spooky Halloween voice. I'm done with that. Um, it is October, which means it is another October-themed month, uh, episode for the month of October, I should say. Uh, Halloween-y style, and actually, we'll get into it. It's This episode's all about Halloween. Um, I'm going to title this episode Halloween Traditions, Experiences, and Rituals, including uh, Sacrifices. Um, I hope none of the three of us have done sacrifices for Halloween, but we'll find out. Uh, this is episode 172 of the Atomic Geekdom podcast. So thank you very much for joining us for all 172. Uh, if you've listened to all 172, uh, we should get you some kind of button or a badge of honor or something. Cause congratulations. You're up there. You're, you're a geek. Uh, joining me this fine, fine October fall evening. The leaves are falling down as we speak, and it's really windy. Uh, is Tom? I rose from the coffin to return to an Atomic Geekdom show. Well, th- well ah, 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 ah. well, I, you were doing very well until that. You didn't like the Vincent Price laugh? Come on, bruh. If it was from Vincent Price, yes. Oh, uh, well, that's true. Also joining me this far, or joining me and Tom is Jenny. Oh, I, I was going to come in with like try to be all creepy, but I can't. I just laugh. Well, I that's, just laugh. That's because we're is. we're ridiculous and absurd. But uh, so yes, this episode we're going to talk about Halloween. Uh, we're going to go into costumes, trick or treating, the things that we do to celebrate Halloween, um, things that maybe we think shouldn't be done for celebrating Halloween. That kind of stuff, and uh, we'll let you guys chime in uh, on Twitter or Facebook or on the post itself at AtomicGeekdom.com slash AtomicGeekdom or podcast or something. Just it's on the website. You can find it. Uh, just comment on the episode. Let us know how you celebrate Halloween, and is it a big deal? Uh, for me, it is the second favorite, uh, you know, ho- holiday, I guess you'd call it, celebrated in America, uh, right behind Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving food, so... Uh, Thanksgiving and, and Halloween are football season and fall weather, and it's just a combination of two awesome things. Uh, Christmas, you know, it just brings out the worst in people, usually. Uh, I think with the retail side of it, um, mm-hmm. sadly. And it starts pretty much next week, essentially. Uh, you, you know, Fleet Farm or whatever has their stupid toy thing opening up already. It's ridiculous. At least wait till... Redonkulous. I agree. At least wait till November. Um, you know. What happened to you went until Thanksgiving and the moment Thanksgiving and then you went into Christmas? Sure. Now, I mean, every store I go into now, it's already Christmas. They were putting Halloween stuff up in July. I'm like, stop, people. I love me some Halloween, but you're ruining my summer. Right, right. I mean, they've got candy out all year round. It's ridiculous. <laughs> That's because you went down the candy aisle, Dave. Oh, I thought that was the Walgreens seasonal aisle. Oh, <laughs> that thing is packed. Yeah. That's as I like to call the diabetes aisle. Right, right. <laughs> While you're there. Um, also, for you toy hunters, uh, Walgreens is a good source for certain items. They have surprisingly good exclusives at Walgreens. So there you go. That was just a tip from me to you. Um, so I want to get into, uh, as a child, do you have a favorite Halloween costume? One that you were so excited to get or make or purchase or one that your parents wouldn't let you buy, uh, cause it was too expensive. Um, let's go down that road. Let's try that for a little bit. See where that takes us. Tom, do you think of anything? I really don't have a favorite one, but one that I do remember, it was like one of those years where I couldn't think of something i was probably like 10 or 11 and i had just been in a play and i was thomas jefferson in the play oh my and i couldn't come up with anything so i i put the thomas jefferson one on and i kind of did like zombie makeup type where (laughs) i was like the zombie thomas jefferson there you go that's creative it ended up pretty it's one i really remember so yeah i thought that one was pretty fun that's a good one all right jenny what about you You don't want to know what's so funny is I just had a conversation about this. I can remember everything my best friend wore. I can't remember any of my Halloween costumes as a kid. (laughs) It's really bizarre. I, the one I remember the most is I remember one year she went as a butterfly and her mom bought her these like really cool wings and put like glitter on her face. And I was so pissed. I was just like, 
well, her costume's cool. <laughs> but I don't know what I went. I cannot remember any of my yeah. any of my like early costumes. It's um, so weird, and everybody has those. I mean, Patrick has one where he, his mom actually sewed, like, made him like a Batman costume, or put like foam in it to make the muscles and such. She's, he's like, yeah, my mom was cool before he, before those were cool. I was just like, that's an awesome story. Mm-hmm. I can't remember any of mine, and I feel very neglected. Sob. Um, <laughs> I uh, I can't, you know, I have a hard time remembering, but I'm sure that I did some kind of Ninja Turtle one thing one year that I really enjoyed. But, you know, do you guys remember the Ben Franklin style costumes where it actually said the name of the costume on the front? Oh, yeah. Of the costume. Like, it says, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're Batman. And it says the name Batman right on the front of the shirt. Like. That's right, right. Like so cheese ball and cheap. Uh, you know, that that was my family. <laughs> uh but I can remember oh man, my favorite my envious costume was from an episode of Buffy that you know they do really good Halloween episodes and Seth Green plays a character named Oz and Xander had dressed up as like a James Bond type character and spent a bunch of money on a tux rental and Seth Green's wearing his normal clothes and he says, what's this? You didn't dress up. And he moves his like his polo or his uh, button up. He just moves it aside and says, hello, my name is God. And that was his costume. <laughs> and, I like it. And his girlfriend went as uh, I want to say Joan of Arc. And she has a close personal relationship with God, she says. And then she says, well, Oz, who are you? And he says, God. And, you know, it's it pretty great. <laughs> and then uh, Xander says, I could have been God. And then Seth Green says, blasphemous. Nice. Get it? It's a joke. Uh, I, I, I was. I, I did was, have a friend now. He, my friend Nikki. He's he's bald. He's been bald since I've known him. Well, I he made me these uh, like sheet metal claws, like Wolverine claws. Now this is like I'm I'm in my thirties, and Nikki decides we're gonna go to this Halloween party, and he walks in. He's wearing a suit and he's got a wheelchair. We're getting out of the car, and I'm like, "What do you got going on here?" He goes, well, "I'm Professor X." I said, okay, that's cool. So the whole party now, he's sitting in his wheelchair with the blanket over his lap. Later in the party, we're like two hours in the party. He gets up and goes to get a drink. And people are shocked to hell. They thought he was really in a wheelchair. And he <laughs> couldn't walk. And they're like, oh, my God. I didn't know what the costume was. And I just I died laughing because these people were legit thinking he was wheelchair bound when it was just his costume right um when is the last time you dressed up for halloween as far as like a halloween party or even uh, adult trick-or-treating anything like that tom uh we used to have here at the we do karaoke at the mexican restaurant we used to do halloween parties and one of them uh buddy and i went as jay and silent bob i like it that's kind of funny because mine was the most recent one was i was silent bob I was Silent Bob too. So. <laughs> I got the, those are classic. I got the the hat that he wore that you could order at the time. So I had his hat, and I went to like a military surplus store downtown Milwaukee and got this big like overcoat that like yep. I think the dude from NCIS wears. <laughs> so, I went to Goodwill and got one. Yeah, see, I, I can't imagine I spent a whole lot of money on it either. And my wife, I had grown, I had grown my beard out, and she painted it black for me. Yeah, I grew, I grew mine out, but mine's close enough to black so yeah and i didn't say anything all night it was great yep i even put a cigarette behind my ear everything so that was mine jenny (laughs) most recent uh i i the older i get the more i get into it so that was probably like seven years ago too by the way that's crazy i every year i try to amp it up last year wasn't super spectacular um i just painted my face like a skeleton so it looked like my teeth were coming out of my my cheeks um but yeah i i try to like the older i get the more i get into it so the year before that i did a whole paper mache medusa helmet and when that's medusa and the year before that um why did i do the year before that they all blend together i just posted up um when it's priest from blade runner um daryl hannah's character probably about six or seven years ago, did the black band across the eye. Mm. I love, 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 love Halloween. And this this is one of those years, though, kind of like last year, where 
I was hoping I would have my cosplay somewhat done so I can test it out, but it's definitely a work in progress still. So I don't know what I'm going to do. See, for um, me, I'm kind of the I'm kind of the opposite. The older I get, the more I'm kind of just fading out of it because my kids are grown now and they just really don't do that. Tom, my son Thomas, now this year he was yesterday. He's in the back of the room unstitching some sleeves off of a shirt. I said, "What are you What are you doing?" I'm going to a Halloween party. I'm going as Bruce Springsteen. I saw him. Mm, cool. That is amazing. I love I him. Said, Did you get a red bandana? He said, "Yeah, I got one." I said, "All right, cool." <laughs> Then you can also, you can also, now, for me, it's not unless they do something at the restaurant. We used to go to a big party every Halloween, but now we've kind of lost touch with all those people. But it's just not really a big thing for me so much anymore. He could also be uh, uh, George Michael, too. I'll tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> that that's an that's an interesting question, though. Like, do you. Are there those events that, like, you look back at and you can remember specific Halloweens, especially because of the costumes or the party, or you you did something out of the norm that was just so awesomely Halloween that it will go down in your your life list of great things you've done? Well, yeah, uh, I, yeah, I can say yeah. I uh, I don't know how much I want to admit on this podcast. It's almost like a I never type of. <laughs> situation uh halloween has been very good to me in the past let's just put it that way uh nice with 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 women Ooh. <laughs> then that's an off-air conversation but um i uh, i you know I, I remember one party my friend used to throw halloween parties every year when he you know moved out and got his own home and that kind of thing and his the first year he did it at his new house he went as borat um because that was when borat was huge <laughs> Uh, then the next year, him and his cousin, either the year before or the year after, him and his cousin, who was the drummer in our band, um, he uh, they went as Dwight and Jim. Or no, Dwight and Michael Scott. That's cool. Uh, so they did like the office thing and, you know, and it was always a good time. I, you know, that was one of the years where I went as, I think I stole the, the, the God idea. I put that on my name tag because I just wasn't feeling it as far as getting a costume all together. And then in the other year, I think I dressed as Dean from Supernatural because that's an easy costume to put together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just regular cool clothes and some kind of pistol or handgun or knife or something. You know, it's really easy. Thank you, Supernatural, for being awesome. Um, <laughs> and easy. But those parties were always classic, like just just all-nighters. And it was a house party, so it made it even better because you just drink beer. You didn't have to go anywhere. You didn't have to. Although that night I did because I picked somebody up um, and she came dressed as, uh, I think, some kind of fairy or butterfly person. Um, but, yeah, that, that that was specifically a good night. Yeah, as you get older, though, some of those parties, it becomes like the women decide, how can I look more slutty this Halloween? That wasn't her goal. It's a, it's a con- <laughs> Well, now it's it a just contest up- with some of them. She just that was the hottest I've ever seen her because she's not yeah. a not a skirt girl. Like she's she's a gorgeous woman, but she just was like a more, you know, jeans girl. She just, you know, relaxed. Um, but then <laughs> that was the first time I've ever seen her in like a dress or skirt. And it was, whoa, we did one year, the all of us, the four of us, because we went to a party and it was kid friendly. I mean, a lot of people drinking, but it was kid friendly. We all dressed up in medieval costumes. The, the, all, the, all four of us, a family theme, which mm-hmm. was really cool. But the best was uh, <laughs> we went to the party, and it was, it was just me and my wife, and the Indians had just lost out of the playoffs. And I, I couldn't think of a costume. So I put my one Indians jersey on, and I had my wife put the other one on, and I made us makeshift signs that says, there's always next year. <laughs> and we put them around <laughs> our neck. <laughs> and we went to the party wearing that. Oh, we are, we went as Indians fans, so... Nice. There you go. Make it cheap. Hey. Yeah, I'd say, you know, if you can do like a football jersey or something like that, you know, just throw it on. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Aaron Rodgers today. (laughs) Well, do you guys do you guys think here's here's the best argument I've ever had. Halloween. You think of Halloween and it's scary stuff, right? It's jack-o'-lanterns and ghosts and all that stuff. And over the years, Halloween has just been more of a costume instead of like a scare factor, like the sexy. I'm the sexy cop. I'm the sexy fireman. You know, <laughs> Everything is sexy something. Sexy something. But also like, you know, or 
like, I'm going to go as Aaron Rodgers. Do you feel that that's in the realm of in the, Halloween? Like in the spirit? Yeah, yeah, the spirit of it. No, I don't. Uh, I think it's, you know, I, I, you know, I wouldn't be upset by it. I wouldn't say, hey, get out of my party, you know. Um, it's, I don't think there's a fun factor with that, you know. Like, you didn't really try. Um, and if you don't want to, you know, if you're just coming to drink, just come in your normal clothes. Then, you know, <laughs> uh, I don't but know. The Jersey, the Jersey is my normal clothes. Right. Right. <laughs> I don't know. You know, the, the slutty, the slutty, everything while it's fun to look at. Um, Indeed. it also is, you know, it's kind of that cosplay thing too. Like, why does it always have to be super slutty? Granted, you know, all of the a lot of these characters are designed that way. And, you know, if you want to be accurate and look cool and sometimes there's an empowerment to that kind of costume. And I get it 100 percent. I'll never shame somebody for dressing that way, um, especially for cosplay. But you can tell the difference between somebody that's doing it just because they're hot or because they're an actual fan of Psylocke or Wonder mm-hmm. Woman. Uh, you know, you and can, but uh, I, I agree. I totally agree with that because it, it depends. But it's also there's a lot of prejudice because it's super easy to judge like a super hot chick that walks in and is like, I am sexy ghostbuster. Right. You're like, what? But then you meet some of these people and you realize like there's, there's this lady and I wish I knew her name, but I run into her every San Diego comic-con. Like she's always at the wired cafe and she's always sexy something. But you start talking to her and she'll blow your mind with how much geek knowledge she has. And I kind of respect it. You know, like I can look at her at a totally different light. But if I never talked to her, I would just be like, oh, look, it's another sexy Thor. <laughs> you know, it's like it, it's a weird, a weird place to be. But I'm all for the sexy costumes, like. Because there is something about having that one time a year that you can get away with anything sure. kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And like I said, it's um, empowering. Totally, totally. You nailed it on the head with that. But um, I, I don't know. Like I, I, when I go to Halloween parties now, most of the parties are – or most of the people who dress up, it's something really funny or something sexy. And I don't see too much – of the scary anymore. And I, I wish people would kind of embrace the scary part or at least the, the taboo. Like I have seen some really effed up costumes out there where you just went to look at them and you're just like that. The only word I can describe that is, is wrong. That is absolutely wrong. Oh yeah. I've and, seen that my but, share. But you have to kind of respect them for the fact that, yeah, they they pushed that envelope completely off the table. They pushed it so far, you know. So I don't know. I I personally wish that things circled more around the like the villains, like everybody dress up as the bad guys for a night, you know, and be the good guys for the rest of the year. But we'll see. I think it all has its part. Like you said, it's the one night a year that they can just get away with it. Or I can walk into the gas station as the slutty janitor. You know, hey, uh, don't worry about it. Just costume. Tom, I want to see you as the slutty janitor. I want to see the the slutty Ghostbuster. You got me intrigued by this. <laughs> oh, dude, I bet, you I, can, I bet you I can Google it or go to like Halloween Express and find it in seconds. But I, right. I, I I like the, the I'm not a big fan of the scary because you know I don't like to be scared I'm I'm not a, I wouldn't go to a haunted house because I don't want to be scared I don't watch the creepy <sighs> movies with the white girl in the farmhouse I don't watch those so I'm not a big guy that likes to be scared so the scary can I Boo. can take it or leave it I'm a big fan of the original costumes where you know show me something I haven't seen I went to a party one year and I saw a guy dressed up as Justin Timberlake with the the dick in a box. Oh, and sure, I, sure. I almost fell out laughing because I got the reference when some people didn't. And I'm like, this is amazing. Want to know, wanna, and I'm not saying this just because I live with him <laughs> and he's my, my partner in crime, but my favorite costume I've ever seen anybody pull off is Patrick pull off Magnum P.I. one year. He grew out a beard and he kept the beard like for months. And then on Halloween, he shaved it off into the perfect mustache. Nice. Wore the Detroit hat, found a Hawaiian shirt, 
he was the ultimate Magnum PI, and I was just like, "That's that's genius." That yeah, you sometimes you, you got to put the effort into it. I have friends of mine that they would these women would spend a year. They would start planning their costume and making them the beginning of the year. They also went to various conventions and stuff, but they they would spend the whole year coming up with this costume. Me, I'm like the first of October going, oh, damn, I got 30 days. I got to come up with something. Or, oh, I got a week. That one year I had I was real scruffy beard. I put on a Sons of Anarchy hat and a black hoodie, and I went as Opie. Nice. <laughs> And I'm like, people didn't know what I was. It was like I just walked into the into the place like normal. And I'm like, no, I'm Opie from Sons of Anarchy. Oh, I, I got to watch that. Okay, okay, thanks. That to, is really funny. I had to mute myself because I was just clicking randomly and I caught myself on YouTube. And um, Jenny's not going to get this, but they're hyping up the release of WWE 2K18 by doing entrances uh, yeah. for the video game. And they did a mashup of Triple H doing the No Way Jose entrance. No way. And it's ridiculously oh. funny because he's wearing his normal gear, just dancing like No Way Jose. <laughs> I know what the, I'll be watching later. It is the most <laughs> ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life, and I love every second of it. Uh, <laughs> I can't stop watching it. Uh, it's so weird. I want one of you guys to go as a WWE wrestler. Oh, CM Punk would be easy. Absolutely. I'll do that. See, I... I don't know much about like modern day wrestling at all, but growing up with brothers, like the 1980s WWF, back when it was WWF, my family, like it was a Saturday night tradition. Like you'd watch WWF and then you'd watch, what was it, NW, NWC or whatever WCW. that came on afterwards. Oh. Um, and then Glow came on after that. But, um, I remember one year, my I think it was my brother Chris. I can't. It might have been one of his friends, but they showed up at the house as Rowdy Roddy Piper, and uh, I'm that's like, "That's an easy one too." That mm -hmm. an awesome costume. Yeah, you got me one. thinking now. If I if I'm gonna do anything for Halloween, I might try to go as Macho Man because I can go get the beard out and the bandana. It's on. Sleeves off a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, that's easy. Totally. That one's easy. Oh, so good. Do you do you guys have um, a costume that you think back to that you wore that you're just like favorite costume or if not your favorite costume, everybody else's favorite costume? I go back to Dean from Supernatural. That one did wonders for me. That's awesome. What about you, Tom? I would have to say the Silent Bob one because that, that was probably my favorite because the guy I went with, he nailed the J. He had the yellow jacket. The long, he had a long blonde wig. He he nailed it. So together, I thought we nailed that it one, well. Yeah, that one too, because I remember something somebody told me a long time ago, uh, maybe in high school or middle school, that I had funny facial expressions. Um, just because I wouldn't say a lot. Um, I was very, not shy, but um, I chose my words carefully because I, I tried to be funny back then and so i had facial reactions so kind of it kind of worked so i did facial so with, with with silent bob i wouldn't say i did not say anything that whole night um i would just kind of look at people and they would bring me a drink <laughs> and i would i have to do it that way otherwise i was not drinking that night i was in unfamiliar territory too we were in a different city that i didn't really know just too well didn't have to talk to anybody so That's i didn't I, yeah i didn't have to talk to some of the weird people that were there that i didn't know um and there was I, I got to be a wallflower <laughs> so there was, so this there year, was you no can do the same thing. Go as Black Bolt. You're right, good. right. There was no pressure. <laughs> Black Bolt, yeah. That's freaking awesome. I it's weird though, because like I I got a lot of praise at work for it because they encourage us to dress up, but you know, you have to also make sure that you can work in whatever you dress up at, at work. And one year I did the zipper face. So I painted Ugh. the bottom half of my I face and then I, I glued a I glued a zipper on me. And people loved it, but I really loved it. And I was expecting more of an of a response. But one year, um, I went as Claudia from Interview with the Vampire, um, the little girl, Kristen Dunn's character. But I went as her before she got turned, like right as she got turned. So like the long stringy hair, the dirty dress, like the peasant looking look. And I hated that costume. I did not think it looked good. I had like the fang marks, you know, and had fake vampire teeth. I hated that costume. But it was over. Like, oh, I said a wrestling term. It got over. Like, it was popular. Yeah, people, people knew it. 
people knew it and people loved it. And to this day, I still have friends go, you remember that year when you went as like the girl from this Interview voice, with the Vampire? This voice, and I'm just all like, your friends are Valley Girls? <laughs> I know, all right? Girls and like, girls. It was so awesome. But it's so weird. And I mean, because like, I, I get it a lot, you know, the whole Kirsten Dunst thing. But do you? Really? I didn't hate, I didn't like that costume at all. And to this day, people will like still text me like photos like, oh, I found this. Now, given most of them are me drunk in that costume skating <laughs> on our ramp, which is really funny to see like a pseudo claudia skateboarding on a half pipe but sure they love the costume and it's the one that i i thought was my biggest epic fail so it's weird like that like the one that i thought was the best costume got nothing compared to the one that i thought was the best costume hmm. i think everybody's crazy um <laughs> all right let's let's transition away from costumes now uh, wait real quick one of the funniest my wife was pregnant with my daughter and she went as a nun, a pregnant nun, <laughs> and that had so many people because they thought they thought they thought she was that the costume was the pregnant nun. But she's like, no, I'm really pregnant, and that threw people off. Like, oh my god! I love when pregnant women jump into the whole thing. I saw somebody at a con one year that was completely pregnant, but had the alien coming out of the stomach. <laughs> it was just nice. like that's so messed up and awesome, all in the same breath. So good. Oh, All right. Love it. All right. Moving on. Um, haunted houses. Now that we're older, you know, once you once you got to like high school, I think that was kind of the big thing was to go to a haunted house. You know, the the dressed up haunted houses, not legit ones. Um, although there was one near our, our where I went to school that was, you know, they claimed it burned down. It was legitimately haunted. No, no. They claimed it was legitimately haunted. And then one year it actually burned down. Um but I never got to go to that one. But I was, you know, as everyone always tells stories, oh, you'll have a heart attack if you go to it, and blah blah blah. <laughs> uh, the one in our, the one in our city, you know, I was, I went to high school in a small town. Um, it was Terror on Rural Street, is what it was called, and it was, you know, on Rural Street. Um, but uh, it was, it was decent. It wasn't bad. And then there was a better one at a, like a, a county fair grounds that was really cool. But. Uh, is that something you still do? Haunted houses? Do you go to haunted houses or haunted hay rides, haunted mazes, that kind of thing, Jenny? <laughs> yeah, my checkbook hates me. Knott's Berry I, Haunted Farm? I love them. Absolutely love them. And I think it depends on where you're at. Like, I grew up with them, especially up in Washington, because there's so much forestry and stuff like that. Um, we used to drive out. There's this town where I, I grew up in Auburn, which made the news today because I guess Nellie raped some chicken in Walmart parking lot. But Alleged. awesome. Hometown pride. <laughs> That's my hometown. Um, but anyways, there's this town, Enumclaw, which is kind of like a farm town. And they would have actual, like, corn mazes and such. And I remember going to one that to this day was still the best. Like you're you're going through this maze and it's dark and you, you're like grouped in like groups of like seven or eight with a guy with a flashlight. And then out of nowhere, you just hear a chainsaw start and you just see people running past you and you're just like, oh, shit. And you, just take, you have no clue what you're running from. You just hear a chainsaw and you're in the middle of a cornfield with no clue what's in front of you. I'm just like, this is awesome. So like. I love them, but here in California, it is such a thing, and it gets more and more expensive every year, but they do a really well job. Like, just in Southern California, you've got Universal Horror Nights, which is ridiculous. This year, it's like 200 bucks a night. Like, it's it's insanely pricey, but it's a bucket list item if you want to haunt. Um, the Queen Mary, which the Queen Mary is said to be haunted as is they do a lot of haunts on it i went on that one year and they take you down into the boiler room and they've got creepy people that jump out at you super rad um there's not scary farm which is really fun there's the griffith park haunted hayride which is awesome but then you have all these people that work in hollywood doing set designs that turn their houses into haunted houses and those are by far the best in the area like you you have to kind of get on these like custom like email lists and stuff to figure out where they are and stuff like that and they usually take donations so they have money for next year's but they go all out i could spend every day in october just going to haunts they are phenomenal 
I have a blast every year. And I like, I, I'm one of those weird ones though, that like the ones where you have to sign a waiver where they can touch you and they can fuck with you. Like I'm totally down for it. I'm like, all right, went on one last year and they shoved me in a locker and then the locker opened up on the other side and it was like a hallway and I had to crawl in the hallway. But then this creepy guy started calling behind me and grabbed my foot. And I was just like, ah, it's so rad. So rad. I haven't been on one yet this year though. So I have to work on that. Okay. I really, I really wish you could hear me shaking my head the entire time you're talking about it. You gotta do it. No, no, no. Wait, did I mention no? Oh, Tom, I want. I don't. I just so don't. I do, especially a waiver one. Don't put your hands on me. No. I'll hold your hand. I'll hold your hand. I'll make sure they. They've don't got them. some around here. There's one. Uh, it's called. I guess the most popular around here is called Plantation Blood, where it's like a, a big to do where everybody wants to go to it. My daughter goes every year. Uh, no, thank you. I'll pass. I just These, like when the I was name. a kid. It's called yeah, Plantation Blood. Yeah. Oh, that's right down my alley. I'm so jealous. When I was a kid, we used to go to back home. They had the haunted schoolhouse, the haunted laboratory, and stuff like that. But, you know, sorry. I don't like things jumping out on me and scaring me. I, I remember just, one time we went to one. It was like a blind date or a first date or something like that. And, you know, they take you in. That sounds scary. Was great. That's the scary part, yeah. <laughs> uh, they take you, like, in a group of, like, five or six. And, you know, you, you get paired up with the people you're with, usually. Um, and then somehow or another, I got the head of the line so i was the first one to go into the darkness and the girl i was with was there behind me uh, let's just say the best the, the only thing i got from that date were nail marks in my back and not the fun way oh <laughs> Being in the, you're stuck in the front of the group sucks i went yeah. around the corner on one and there's a dude with a chainsaw and i'm freaking out i'm 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 backing away i'm like into the wall like yeah. if i could have gone through it i would have and my dad's pushing me in the back Towards this chainsaw, I'm like, I just what had are to you doing here. Like, I just had to keep into my mind to, me? to not punch any of them because they I were probably. I, I have they drawn were, back. I got kicked out of one for drawing back. I had to. I had to keep that in mind because these are probably kids I go to school with because it was like yep. a big, you know, drama club uh, thing where you would work there, volunteer there. So I had to. I I went on one last year and it was a waiver one, so they've got full reign to do what they want. Um. And it was kind of pricey. It was like, I think I got it on like a Groupon. So it was like half price and I still paid like 30 bucks. And everybody's like, it's the best. It's the best. So we go to it and basically you go in groups of like eight, right? And they put you up against the wall and you have to stare at the wall. And then I got singled out and they threw me in like a jail cell. And I'm like in this jail cell and these girls are like messing with me. And they're just like, oh, you look so scared. And like I'm sitting there waiting for something to happen. But then they just open the jail scale and I have to go through this like this maze of like darkness by myself because by everybody yourself. I was with was by myself because everybody I was with has already went through it. Right. And nothing happened through that whole dark maze, except I was terrified through the whole thing. I'm like, what is happening? What mm -hmm. is going on? What is happening? So then you merge back with your group and then you go through and then each time you'd go into a room, they would break you up again. And I get grabbed like this guy like grabs my hand. And he's like, follow me or he will kill you. And I'm like, all right, I'm following you. So I'm like walking with this like creepy, like guy that looks all decrepit and hunchback and stuff like that. And then he shoves me into this like closet and locks the door. So I'm like in this closet with no light. And you're and, yelling your safe word. And I'm candy like, corn, candy and corn. Like, I'm sitting, I'm just standing there going, what is going on? And then this girl starts like knocking on it. And she's like, she's like, hi, are you okay? Ugh, Jenny, you have to stop you? right now. And I'm like, and I'm like, what is going on? And I'm waiting for like the walls of the closet to collapse and stuff like that. But then like, I was, I felt like I was in there for like 10 minutes. They opened the door and let me out. And then I joined the crew again. And I'm like, I was expecting more. And then we go into another room and like my, a friend of mine that's in there, they grab him and start licking his face. And I'm like, that's so messed up. And he's just standing there like, what do I do? Like, there's all these weird things. And it gets to the end. And I'm like, that sucked. That really sucked. But then everybody like, because we all got separated. Like, so I had to go out through the last one. It was just me and my friend, Annie, we go out together. And then, um, my friend Jackie and her husband comes out later. And then there was this, this, these two dudes that are coupled, they come out later and we were all our group. So we all like befriended each other because of this. They all come out and like, I'm kind of pissed because I'm like, 
that was freaking lame. And then I start hearing everybody else's experiences, and I'm like, that might have been the most awesome maze I've ever been through because every person had my friend Kevin got duct taped to a chair and somebody in Russian yelling at him for like 10 minutes. And I'm like, you got duct taped to a chair? I'm like, what the hell? And then this other guy was like, this girl put like a basil mint in my mouth and like was telling me I was going to hallucinate. And then they started turning on like strobe lights and stuff. And I'm like, I was stuck in a freaking closet. And you oh paid God. for this. That's the worst part. But what was funny is when I walked out, I was pissed. I was so angry about it. But because we all kind of like filtered out like one after each other, like like me and Annie get out first. And then Jackie and her husband come out late, like a minute or two later. So it took maybe five minutes for us all to regroup. And we all start talking about it. And the more we started talking, the more excited we got because all of us kind of felt we got jacked. But then we started listening to other people's story about it. And we're just like, wait, what happened to you? Wait, where were you at? And we couldn't figure out how we got separated, how we ended up where we were. And then right even right now, through the whole thing, I was I was expecting more, I think, was the problem. And nothing happened. But the anticipation of something happening was super intense through the entire maze. And just listening to everybody else's story, I would do it again, which is really messed up because my first initial reaction when I left that was, that was so lame. And now I'm like, so I hear they're doing it again this year. Do you want to go? So messed up. So you guys bonded over a near-death experience that you paid oh, for. Good we job. Are all, we are all BFF Facebook friends now, and we meet up at, like, events now. It's hater we time. All, it, it's amazing. As my, as my buddy Tony would say, and don't don't take this the wrong way. White people. That's white people stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so what he would say, right? So my if next tell this story. My next question is, would you ever, you know, not pay to, but I guess pay to, would you ever spend the night in a legit, you know, rumored, reported haunted house, not like these manufactured ones? I have. There Done it. Check it off my bucket list. I'd I'd do I it. I stayed on the Queen Mary. And that's something I get to do, right? When I come to Los Angeles, we're going to the Queen Mary. We can try, yeah. They've got Dave, the uh, they've got the dark do park going right now. Don't do it. I'm doing it. I've seen it on Ghost Hunters. The Queen Mary is awesome. It, it's Ghost so Adventures. cool too because it's like being on the Titanic. It's so it's so early 1900s big cruise ship. You awesome. you love to do these haunted houses, but I've seen these things where they are to the extreme. Like you pay. And you would sign a waiver and you're in these things for like eight hours where it's like full on. Would you do something like that? No, no. And you have to kind of research them like like 45 minutes is like the perfect maze. Like you don't want to go much more than that. There's one that they do in San Diego that is pretty famous. Um, A friend of mine. I have a friend that seriously every year mails. He has he has his group list of people that he know that loves horror and he mails out his calendar and he has managed to get himself on like specialty lists of like secretive haunts and stuff. Like this guy is hardcore. And he was talking about this one too. And a lot of people you'll, if you mention it, they'll be like, yeah, I, I did that. I will never do it again. There's one in San Diego that is kind of like the movie taken. Like they kidnap you. You are, you are assaulted and you are, you are a victim of a kidnapping. And you are locked in a room and they torment you for hours. And it gets to the part where at first you think it's kind of funny, but then you're just like, dude, the tape (laughs) on my wrist really hurts. And then I'm like, yeah, that's that's not where I want to go. That's like the escape, the escape room thing. Like, would you guys ever do the escape room? Um, uh, We have one here local and that would be something I could probably do. Just because it's uh, it's a thought process, you have to figure your way out of it. But it's not like a scary scenario, right? They they've been launching a ton of those up, especially in like Orange County and L.A. Um, some of them are scary, but most of them are more just puzzle based. Um, I love though that a lot of people are starting to do them, so they're kind of like clue, the the game Clue, like who did it in what room with what weapon type stuff. So, yeah, those are fun. I like it. They're I. Here's my my side PSA on the whole thing. Um, they're super fun. They're just way overpriced, I think, um, for what you get out of them. 
if they weren't so expensive, I say you should do them every weekend. But, you know, to do one sometimes, like here, they're like 30 bucks, and it's a 20-minute experience. So it's hit or miss. You got to beat the clock, right? Isn't that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're fun, and don't get me wrong. They are awesome. They're just, I think they're overpriced for what you get. My two cents. Please somebody tell me that I just haven't been to a good one and tell me what the good one is. I have no idea. Um, we, like we said, we have a local one here, and I've heard nothing but good things about it. And a lot of people it, – it's one of those that I didn't think was going to last, but it has. That's not so awesome, though. The good one we is have a, the one we actually have a thing down here. YouTube. They have a, they, we actually have a thing down here where it's a – I don't know if it's a maze, but it's a field where it's a paintball, haunted paintball where you can, like, shoot zombies – as they're coming out. Although I don't understand the premises because anybody who knows their research, you got to shoot a zombie in the head. They tell you don't shoot the people in the head. I didn't kill the zombie. So what, what am I doing here? <laughs> wow. Oh, geez. Dave, do you have any there in Wisconsin, Dave, that you go to? Any what? Either haunts or, or, uh, escape rooms. Uh, we have a, we have both. Yeah. I don't think I would ever do the escape room. I just that's not my thing. Do you do you like the haunts though? Uh yeah yeah I like I I haven't done one in I don't know how long. When you're here in L.A., we should go do the haunted hayride. Uh, you know I don't think I've ever done a haunted hayride. Yeah, here in L.A., they'd go up through Griffith Park, and they have all these like crazy stuff. Yay! <laughs> I love that stuff. I love the I love the um. The ones that people do themselves. I went, they quit doing it because the neighborhood got upset about it. But I went to one up in Studio City probably like two or three years ago. And again, it was a guy that has worked years in like, you know, movie production. So he knows set design and such. And every year they would do their house and they would spend months creating the the haunt in the house. And by far, for like they ask for a three dollar donation, and the donation goes to like a charity of their choice, and it's in their backyard. Like it, you know, it's a big backyard and a big house in Studio City. So I mean, or the Valley. Um, but it was cool. Like you walked in, and they did it like old Hollywood, and they take you into this little room, which is probably their garage any other day. And there's a TV on the screen and it's telling you about how, you know, this director went crazy and, you know, he started killing people and all that. And you're watching this movie, but then the the TV screen drops and this lady jumps out of where the TV screen was. And I was like, holy, this is in somebody's backyard. And they walk you through. Then you go through like the wardrobe area and they have all these clothes hanging and you can't see anything, but you have to push your way through these clothes and it's really freaking creepy. Um, but the best part is you get to the end. They had a girl strapped to a thing on the ceiling where she was on rollers. So she can roll back and forth and crawl across the ceiling above you. But as you're going, there's like lightning strikes type thing. And you're in this like narrow hallway. And this girl is maybe six inches above your head. And she's just like, Aah! and she's freaking out. So it's like exorcism type stuff. And I'm just like. They made this in their backyard. It's that devotion to the whole Halloween genre. I'm like, hands down, thumbs up, you win. <laughs> it's so cool. I wish I had that time and devotion towards it. It's so rad. Um, what about trick-or-treating? Not obviously that you would go trick-or-treating, but do you buy candy for the neighborhood kids? Yes, except every year I seem to get less and less kids, which makes me really sad because my favorite thing in the world is to open the door and see what people are wearing. Uh, nobody come like we have a street that you'd imagine, but nobody nobody knocked on our door last year. You would seem to I where your neighborhood is, you would think there would be. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't huh. really, they really knock. I know our neighbors to one side of us have at least one kid. Um but, yeah, they don't really knock on our door. Maybe they know something I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny, too, because, like, for, I mean, we've been in this house now, um, geez, since 2006. So we've been here a while. And we've watched the kids next door grow up. So they used to come over every year and you'd be like, hey, there's Batman and there's a princess. <laughs> and we'd always get excited about it. But they're all teenagers now, so they no longer come. 
and we're we're two houses away from a major like inner like a major street so i think that parents just don't have their kids come down because we're too close to that major street sure but it makes me sad i one of the best things about halloween i think is handing out the candy to the kids because you know and just seeing the effort they put into their halloween costumes and you know you'll like i don't know it's it totally is so nostalgic and so awesome to watch a kid in costume just be their inner self, you know? Yeah. What about you, Tom? Uh, we, since the kids have grown up, we don't, we used to go trick-or-treating all the time. We actually would never, we never do it in our own neighborhood. We went to the uh, more high-profile neighborhoods because <laughs> you had the better stuff. We would actually get in the car and drive to a, a better neighborhood because we knew that's where the good stuff was. Not to not to interrupt you, but want to know the funniest thing in the world is we used to make my mom drive us up to Sir Mixalot's house because he gave out full candy bars. Sir Mixalot's nice. house. I totally can relate to that. You go to the, you either go to the big apartment complexes because you can hit a lot of doors in less time, or you go to the rich people. Well, not so much rich, just a, uh, it was like a better neighborhood. I mean, well, well, we would, what kills me is in this neighborhood, you've got parents driving their kids around on golf carts oh, to collect boo. candy. Wow. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get the candy to make you fat. And I'm not even going to let you walk it off. That's, that's hey, bad. Hey, Tom, just, just an FYI. If they're driving their kids around golf carts, that might kind of mean they're in a rich neighborhood. <laughs> there's actually yeah. a lot of that. You'd be surprised. We used no, to. There, as, there's a lot of that around here. We used to, as kids, we'd run real quick and do one side of the of the neighborhood, and then we'd <laughs> wait until a little bit after, you know, towards it's getting dark, go across the street to the condos where it was the rich part of the neighborhood, and hit them up at the end of the day for whatever reason. Because no, oh no, I know why. Because they would run out of candy and then they'd have money. There it is. Whoa! So I had, remember I when you're totally in the wrong neighborhood. We lived in an apartment complex, and we went around. Uh, the kids were trick or treating, so we walked them around. And this is the funniest. Uh, they got their they're at, at one door, and I look over the next one we're going to. There's a woman and a dude sitting out there, and the dude's got a beer in his hand. I snatch the bag out of my daughter out of my daughter's hand, and I run up to the guy, and I just look at him and go, "Trick or treat." Uh, I hope he give me a beer, and he did. <laughs> Oh, that's a good neighbor. He said, that's that's the best response I've had all night. Yeah. Uh, Anything else that we want to cover, or are we going to wrap it up here? Um, I think we're good, but, oh, do you guys have a costume for this year? Uh, I do not. No, I don't. Oh, what could you guys go as? Let's, Let's ponder this for a moment. Do you have anything that you would want to go as? Well, now I'm in. I'm intrigued about the Macho Man idea now that I'm thinking about it. Tom, I I would I would pay you to give me a photo of you as Macho Man. I just got that's a busy weekend here. We got a lot going on, so I don't even know if we're gonna do a costume party because there's just so much going on. Just do it. I don't care if it's just going to the freaking grocery store. You have to dress <laughs> up. To the grocery I know store it's a Macho Tuesday. Man. Yeah. Um, just do it. I want I want a video of you walking through your local grocery store, picking up your beer and your tortilla chips. Excuse me, sir. Macho man. Excuse me, sir. Do you have ID? Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> go to go to the NXT show. So Dave, what uh, would you Oh, I could be that guy. Yeah, you could be that guy. Uh, I don't I'm not this isn't my year. I haven't I have nothing. There's nothing I would even think about doing i'm taking you out for halloween this year so you better figure out something because even if i have to paint your I'm face not, we're going out and doing something that weekend i'm not packing a costume oh you know are what you, was a good what are was you a good there co- for halloween weekend the weekend for the before, weekend yeah yeah because he flies out like the monday of the uh the 27th right yeah. oh yeah um, just jenny jenny he's in good hands take care of him so I, will. I forgot a costume i did that took planning and it was an all-night thing i started off wearing my normal clothes and then, uh, but if you asked me what my costume was, I said I didn't have any, and I would start to itch my arm. And I would move my sleeve up, and there'd be a bandage with a blood mark on my arm. I said, some kid bit me. And as, <laughs> as, the, as the night progressed, I would slowly turn into a zombie. Oh, that is That's awesome. very cool. That was... We did zombies one year. We did, um, we did uh, kind of flapper-esque zombies, like 1920s, you know? type zombies you can always just do 
I think you should go as like a disco zombie, like 1970s disco zombie Dave. Mm, I hate disco. No. That would make it even scarier, though. Tell me there is nothing more <laughs> scarier than disco. I don't know about that. All right. She kind of makes a point, but it. Uh... <laughs> All right, that's gonna that's gonna be our show for this week. Let us know your favorite Halloween costumes. Uh, if you still dress up for you know office parties or house parties or anything like that, uh, you know, not cosplay. We're talking about Halloween. It's similar, of course, but uh, just as this is for the Halloween spirit. Like, what do you what do you do? What do you, what uh, what are your Halloween traditions? Um, Tom, if people want to hit you up on Twitter, they can hit me at skids underscore world. And Jenny, at Robbie Art. Uh, you can find us at Atomic Geekdom, everything, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, all that good stuff. Check it out. Uh, YouTube, there's an unboxing for a Smuggler's Crate, uh, Smuggler's Bounty Crate that I did a couple weeks ago, so you can check that out. Uh, highly recommend those things. Those things are awesome. Star Wars ones are the best. Uh, yeah, that's all we got. We will be back next week for, again, another Halloween episode. Um, either uh, It'll either be... I won't tell you. You'll have to tune in to find out. Ooh, this is. Is, the suspense is brewing. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. Thanks for joining me. Thank okay. you. Uh, be safe out there. Uh, respect each other. Uh, love each other. All that good stuff. Have good times. Make good memories. Make good choices. All those good things. And have some fun. Good vibes. There you go. All right, guys. Take care. Peace out. Out.